Tanya for the first of Adar, but first the story. Rabbi Yechiel Michal of Goistinen um, was a student of Menachem of Kotsk, and the first time he went, he was already married, and he his first time he arrived was by Shavuos, and he had a very inspirational Shavuos, and when he returned, his father-in-law, who was a little bit critical of, or it sounds like he was a little critical of the of his um, his journey to all the way to Menachem of Kotsk, said, why did you travel all the way to Kutsk? Was it some different v- um, version of the Torah that you needed to hear over there? He was saying it rather mockingly because you know obviously it's the same it's the same um, Torah reading in Shavuos where they were <coughs> and where and by his Rebbe by Menachem of Kutsk. So the young man said, "Yes, yeah, it's, in, it's entirely different." So he says, "How is that?" So Rabbi Chil Michot said to his father-in-law, "What what's the meaning of Loi Signov? Don't steal." So the father-in-law said, it's, it's, it's as it is. A person shouldn't steal from another person something that belongs to them. And so Yechiel Michal said, for us in Kotsk, it means something entirely different. It means you shouldn't steal from yourself, which is very deep. The Tanya so far is dealing with Timtumalev. We dealt with happiness, and we dealt. The we, gave a whole bunch of excuses of why a person would say that I, I have an excuse to be sad. And the altar of a troubleshooted them all and said, when push comes to shove, a person needs to be happy. Why? Because happy people have success at the Tanya. Happy people could execute the first 25 chapters of the Tanya um, flawlessly, or at least with a lot less struggle than a person that's sad. A person that's sad will struggle when trying to do the Tanya. So all the excuses a person might give, whether it's in financial or mater- any material, or whether a person wants to do a sin, or whether a person's done a sin, doesn't matter what it is, says Al-Tabba, you need to be happy. But now the now the Al-Tabba is tackling the next thing. What about Tim Tumalev? This spiritual malady, let's call it, where a person feels just uh, apathy, an emptiness, this uncaringness, this heaviness that just doesn't let him connect to God. He's in the middle of trying to pray and he's trying to feel something and no matter how hard he tries and no matter how hard he tries to connect his brain and heart and nothing's going, nothing's happening and he's, he's struggling and he comes to the altar and says, well, how do I deal with it? And the altar says, this timtamalev, this, this, this deep lack of feeling is coming from an inflated ego or a desensitivity that's created by sin and sin creates ego and so a person needs to crush himself and of course we explain that nowadays this the traditional sense of crushing yourself isn't acceptable anymore now we're close to the times of sheikh a person needs to be joyous continuously even in doing an exercise of crushing oneself is not all right but academically speaking and understanding the idea behind it all is very important so Al-Tabba says, when a person crushes himself and, and breaks himself down, then he'll be able to resensitize himself. And that's where we're, that's where we're holding so far in the middle of the chapter. The more a person reflects on these, on, on these ideas, and the more he thinks about it and looks in books in order to break his heart down and despise himself in his own eyes, because as we said in the case of a wicked person in the case of a Bainani, he himself is not his godly soul but it's his animalistic soul so he needs to break himself down and the more he degrades himself the more and the more he degrades the the evil crushing it and humbling it which is filling all this ego and pride and and this self 
centered um, mentality, which is getting in the way of his feeling of holiness, the more he breaks himself down, the more that ego gets crushed in the process. And a person should also scream at himself in a raging voice in order in order to hum, humble himself, like the rabbis say. And now this is very interesting. The author is actually going to um, um, go through the, the the speech pattern the person needs to say to himself. It's really interesting where a person is actually talking to himself, almost like riling himself up because it's by this rage against the animalistic soul you're actually able to crush it. Malterb is going to give an example later on where we literally see in Jewish history where all that was missing was this rage against the animalistic soul and that's what made all the difference. Because Rabbi say, the, the Rabbi say like this, a person should always rage against his, his good inclination, against his bad inclination, evil inclination, and because it says in the passage, rage, and then you won't be able to, then you won't do any sin. Raging is what is what helps you, and this is a positive element of rage. The Hainu Ligo is a Nafsha Bahamas. A person should rage against his animalistic soul. She Yitzre Hara, which is Yitzhahara, but Ko Rasha Regish Bamashafte, with a loud voice inside his head. Obviously, you shouldn't say it. This is something a person's thinking. But what is he saying? Loimala, he should say in his head, Ata Rava Rasha Mashukasam Suva Manuvachul. You are evil and wicked and disgusting and loathsome and disgraceful. All these different words. All the different um, um, expressions the rabbi use the rabbis use in order to describe the animalistic soul a person should use them in his head he should when he, he wants to either do a sin but even in a regular day if you start to feel this desensitivity and he's like well i need to fix i need to like um get rid of this ego so he starts to he starts to call the evil out for what it is the animalistic soul for what it what it is Says says this person, you're to the animalistic soul in his own head. He says, "How long are you animalistic soul going to get in the way of the light of Hashem, which fills all the worlds?" And he's he is and he will be, and he is all at the same time. All these three things, which of course are you know past, present, and future, it's impossible for 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 a person to be that. But God is everything. Says the person in his own head to the animalistic soul, you're getting in the way of godliness. You're getting in the way of God, who's past, present, and future. And even in this place, God is entirely unchanged as before the world was created to after the world was created. These two ideas of time and space, which God is entirely above it all. And we see them in this physical world to be some form of construct that has limitations and limits this world but god of course is not limited by that and the person needs to rage in his head and let his animal soul be aware of how disgusting it is and the detriment of what it's what the ego of the animalistic soul is doing it's it's, it's concealing this energy so the person says in his head and you're disgusting and you're denying the plain truth which is visible to the eye that God is filling everything. God is everything. So, by a person raging about against his animalistic soul, letting his soul realize the truth, and letting his animalistic soul realize just what it's doing, and that it's, it's and disabling a person from feeling this godliness, not just in a hearing, but an understanding, but even in a, in a, a, a vision type of understanding, a much more... 
a deep type of, of, of seeing of the truth, let's call it, the way to be effective at this, says Alter Rebbe Tzaytan, and Alter is going to continue in tomorrow and give an actual example in history where you literally just see just how clearly this technique works. And Alter Rebbe says like this, if a person is suffering from Timtum Alev, someone's suffering from this, this uncaring feeling that's just making him not connect to godliness, he, this, what he needs to do is he needs to break himself. And Alter Rebbe Tzaytan literally gives a person a script. What you could say, you could say how great God is and how disgusting and terrible and terrifying the animalistic soul is and what it's doing is concealing godliness, which is so dreadful. And you scream at, your, at yourself, within yourself, and you break down your animalistic soul, thereby sensitizing yourself all over again. Thank you so much for joining the Tanya. Tanya is a little bit of a way of Hanuman Shalom and Salafat of Hassar, the sexual school of the Nyakamanyan, Fush of Roman, Hamish of CS, the German and Summer Story, Kenneth Hamish Rocket, the Railway of Liberal, Lisbon, Lamanatan, and Ronson's of Fush. Lem have a wonderful and very successful day, and thank you so much for joining.